Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Being honest, um, I look at it like this. You got to be willing to, uh, you got to figure out what's most important. What you willing to risk? Um, are you willing to risk for the betterment of your friend or for that man? Are you willing to risk your relationship so that he becomes a better person? And um, stand true to yourself. I mean, just being honest at all times. That's the way I look at it. The girls himself, a.k.a. DJ Drama. Professionally, on a personal level, we got photographers, we got videographers. You know, I'm in healthcare. You know, dentist, is a dentist. Anybody need a, a root canal, that's your <laughs> You know, anybody need anything, it's important that we make sure that we take care of each other as, as black men. You know what I mean? And continue to build and be great. So it's a toast. Welcome back to Black Fly on the Wall. This is this is Lied. I am your host. Um, we got an interesting topic today. Um, we're gonna start to my left. Gavin, introduce yourself. What's going on? My name is Gavin Bower. I'm a Charlotte photographer, podcaster as well. The Just boy. happy to be here. <laughs> P. Pierre Bless, entrepreneur, rapper, spread love. Yes, sir. Trey. What's up, everybody? I'm Trey McQueen, man, Raleigh area businessman. Excited to be here. Yes, sir. Let's go. So, today's topic is how men can hold their friends accountable without ruining relationships. Mm. Gavin, how can we do that? Being honest. Um, I look at it like this. You got to be willing to, uh, you got to figure out what's most important. What you willing to risk? Um, are you willing to risk for the betterment of your friend or for that man? Are you willing to risk your relationship so that he becomes a better person? And um, stand true to yourself. I mean, just being honest at all times. That's the way I look at holding other men account- accountable. Uh, uh, P. Yeah, just like Gavin started off with, my whole thing is being honest. And hopefully you have a group of friends that you can bring honest opinions to um, that it shouldn't shatter relationships. If they're your real friends, homies, whatever you want to call them, then they're going to treat your situation with love that you bring to them anyway. You know, either they're going to stand corrected or they're going to fall off and you need to find more or they're going to be your real brothers and be like, hey, man, I'm sorry. You know, I apologize. Let's do better in the future. Yeah, I I believe it's I think my thing is it's about being straightforward and timeliness. Sometimes whenever you address a situation head on, um, being straightforward and doing it within a timely manner, you yield a different result. Mm-hmm. Like me and P had a disagreement about something, you know what I'm saying? I, and I said something about it. <laughs> I knew you was going to say Yes. As soon as I heard the topic yes. of this, I was like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yes. I want you but to I, this episode. We ain't going to go in. We ain't going to go in. Ain't no, re- ain't, ain't, ain't no reason to go into it because, like, as brothers, like, we, we talked about it. And he was like, you know what? I see your perspective. My bad. Mm-hmm. And But it's, it, the key to it, though, is timeliness, and it's more so about just being straightforward about it. And me and him are two individuals who we're we able to suppress our egos for the greater good, which is, you know, us being brothers is, like, more superior to anything that we have as far as our relationship. And so like, it wasn't anything big, but sometimes the smallest things like me and him was saying, we was laughing about it. Sometimes the smallest, dumbest stuff can magnetize and be in the greatest issues mm-hmm. that you have in, in relationships with your friends. And so, um, 
my thing is timeliness and being straightforward. Um, For me, I feel like if you have a friendship that's built in love and authenticity, mm-hmm. there's nothing y'all mm-hmm. can talk about. Yes. Because if you're coming from a place of love, man, like, it is what it is. It's it's brothers. It's family. It's, it's people who care about you coming to you to, to try and make you a better man. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we all need that. Forget sometimes. We all need that. If you don't have that or if you're not willing to receive whatever's given there, that's that's a bad reflection on you. And two, you also have to look at it and say, am I surrounding myself around people who don't who are not receptive to feedback? Mm-hmm. That, oh, is, facts. that is key. Or key. or um, are they really your friends? Like I grew up in a situation. They know um, how I am about that word. Bro, like I grew up <laughs> in a situation where I remember I used to change friends every year with the grade. And my mom used to get on me every day. It used to get on my nerves, right? <laughs> and I remember one day she said, when you graduate, you're going to have two friends. And I thought, whatever. My mom told me the same bro, thing. And it, I, I fought, must be a black mom thing, man. Bro, it has to be. <laughs> and I fought every day to prove her wrong. And I remember one day I graduated college and I was like, you got two all right. Friends. I was like, you can have this. You was right. You know what I'm saying? And so here's the thing. You talked about y'all two, right? Me and Corey, who was on here, we had we, one time we playing ball and we were saying something. He told somebody, he was like, yo, um, if I ever get the big head, I know I got a couple of people around me who going to say something. He's like, here's one person right here. And it's because I don't care if he's going to get mad at me. Now, he calls me an a-hole all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't care because if my thing, if, if me and him stop talking today, somewhere around um, down the line, if I was being honest with him and I was coming from a place of love, he's going to realize that I was honest mm-hmm. and I was being true. And even if I was wrong, at least one day we'll be able to come back and say, you know what, bro, I know you came from love. It was no malice in your heart. And there we go. But you got to have friends, real friends, and you got to understand relationships. And I want to back all that by saying, too, like, since we're calling people out, DeMarcus, <laughs> like, <laughs> we, um, this is how close we are. You know what I'm saying? I had a problem where I'm just like, you know, I'm like, you know what? You might not even know what's going on. And I just cut everybody off. You know what I'm saying? They're so they know me so well. They're like, yo, something's wrong because mm-hmm. that's not how I respond. And like seeing me react a different way. It's like, yo, we got to holler at him. And then he hit me, you know what I'm saying? And then we resolved it. He's like, yo, I, something's wrong, something's off, you know, and then handle it like men, and then we're going to pull up, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't know. Just like the episode y'all just had, that self-care, you know what I'm saying? You don't know what your brothers are going through. Sometimes I'm used to being the strong friend. Mm-hmm. So I guess they all recognize, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it's different. So yeah. let's go and see what's good. And then we resolve that issue. I think, too, with your friends, you have to understand that everybody goes through transitions. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest the biggest facet of friendship is empathy. Mm-hmm. Being able to empathize with your friends and give them grace. Mm-hmm. To understand that as men, you're, you're going, we're all going through this, this thing called life. We're all going to transition. We're all going to get wives. We're all going to have children. We're all going to start businesses. We're all going to have failures. We're all going to be embarrassed about things or situations that we get ourselves into. But it should be like this thing of ours right here will never change. And if you come from a strong foundation, but like Gavin, like you said, everybody ain't your friend. Absolutely not. And I've always, like me, like everybody knows, like I, I don't use that word very, very lightly. I don't have, I don't see an issue with having a small amount of friends and a bunch of associates. Mm-hmm. And I believe that friendship is something that is battle tested over time. Mm-hmm. And time has to be a factor of what friendship truly means to you. 
And I believe that you all have to go through some situations, some trials, some tribulations, some hanging up on each other, fussing each other out, but coming back to a middle ground like, bro, you was right. Bro, um, when I first met Corey, I met him in college. I didn't know him. I knew him through people. We was cool, though. Whatever, right? Me and this man that argued on the court. I didn't say some things I shouldn't have said. You know what I I'm can saying? I can see that. It's, it's, <laughs> absolutely. You know what I'm saying? He a bigger dude than me, so I'm just saying stuff. You know, whatever. But this dude was a groomsman of mine. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It was times where I wanted to do stuff in life, and he hit me on the side and be like, yo, don't don't worry about that. You good on that. Mm-hmm. I, when I was – I wanted to do something in college, and I remember he hit my line. He said, yo, you get into photography. Uh, while this may be good for you, it's going to be a distraction. So you need to figure out what's most important. And I was like, all right, thank you for that. He always instilled things in me. He told me when I was younger, he was like, yo, this going to work for you. This photography thing, keep pushing, keep growing. And I'm waiting for it to happen. He always used to say, bro, you're going to make money off of this. You know what I'm <laughs> a bunch of money going to come your way. And it was things like that. But He capping. We all know look, that. <laughs> but why we have had arguments and fights and things like that, it's just like, yo, I want to be able to come to him because I know he'll come back to me and say, yo, you shouldn't have said that to your wife. Mm. You shouldn't have said that to your sister, your mom. You got to be a better dude. We got mutual friends. You can't do that to people. But that's holding men accountable. But if I'm shutting down or if I be like, all right, bro, I'm cool, and I don't never want to, I want to sever the relationship, then who going to hold me accountable? Who going to hold him accountable? Mm-hmm. And that's just relationships in general. For me, if you can't hold somebody accountable, y'all ain't really friends. Absolutely. Yeah, nah. And nah, I feel like yeah, those I are agree. people who care about you, the ones that want to speak up and say something to you. With all my friends, it's a two-way street. There's been times in my life where they've held me accountable. Like, I'm thinking of a story right now. Uh, I thought Colton was going to uh, be here earlier today. We're, we're, like, really, really good friends. Matter of fact, we're brothers because we're, we're Lyme brothers, right? Okay, okay, okay. So okay. we crossed. Um, the situation, we're down at, at one of our LB's apartment, and I was a little bit of a hothead in college. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to get in a fight, right? I'm about to get in a fight with one of my good friends who also happens to be on my line. And uh, afterwards, you know, Colton wasn't afraid to put me to the side and say, bro, you was tripping. Damn, yeah. That that's, was on that's you. real. You know what I'm saying? Now that I received that very well in that moment, maybe not so much. You go back and think about but it, though. you go back and think about yeah. it. Like, you know what? He's right. I was tripping. I went. I apologized. Everybody involved in that situation is still very good friends today. We know those types of things happen, mm-hmm. right? And then on the flip side, there was a time where, you know, one of my friends and business partners was going through a, a tough time in, in his life, right? And we had to have a sit down, and I had to say some things that other people were afraid to say. And I, I feel like... it it really helped that person. Like looking at where they're at today, crushing it. And all they were doing, there was that time of transition. Like we talked, like you just mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. It was a time of transition for them. And sometimes people were shying away from having the conversation about something important during this time of transition. Whereas I felt like, nah, I love bruh. We're going to talk about it. No, yeah, we're going to chop this up. Keep it in the bud. That's yeah. real. That's and real. And go from there. That's real. I real. like being that person. Even we talking about holding friends accountable. I like the whole family accountable. Too. Absolutely. Boy. Like, because sometimes people are just not going to tell. Family love to gossip. And yes. I'm like, my thing is this. Even if I hear, like, somebody talking about somebody else, my first question is, have you talked to them about it? Because perspective mm-hmm. is everything. Mm-hmm. Don Ruiz, isn't that his name? Um, in the four agreements, do not assume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't make assumptions. Don't make assumptions. You shouldn't assume anything because Never. you're going, you're creating all these scenarios in your mind why this person doesn't like you, what they could be saying to somebody else. They're over there. And they then you go asking them, it ain't got nothing to do with none of that, none what of you that. thought They're about. They're not mad at you. <laughs> they don't know what you're talking about. They haven't talked to this person. They're over there festering in their own mess, you know, and then you're assuming that they're turning the world upside down on you, but you haven't asked them, and all you got to do is find out the truth. And then... 
the beef is done. A strong characteristic, a strong character trait, is being humble and always being open to seek understanding from the people that you love. Mm-hmm. And I think that is critical for either. This question talks about holding your friends accountable, but what happens whenever your friends hold you accountable? Mm. How do you react as a man? What are some? What is your initial emotion? Do you usually have a fight or flight type response to it? Like you're you trying to be standoffish, or are you actually interested? In like, yo, I want to hear. I actually want to hear what you have to say. That's funny. Um, I had to learn to shut up. Mm-hmm. I just keep it real with you, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love to talk. Me and you didn't have conversations, right? If you follow me, if you're around me, you know I love to talk. Um, Some of my friends have tried to check me on certain things, and I realized, like, why I always got to respond? Why am I not listening? Why am I I keep going through this? I remember um, outside of Corey, I had two other groomsmen, right? Um, Not just two other ones, but two of my other groomsmen. I remember one day my girlfriend, I'm talking to her, and they're there, and I just spazzed out because whatever she was doing, it was just aggravating, right? And so she left or whatever. And I remember my boy pulled me to the side and he checked me. And I was like, man, whatever. Then my other boy, the next time he came in town, he's like, yo, I just want to tell you something. He didn't know nothing about the situation. He's like, you can't talk to her that way. Now, she's my wife now, and we have better communication because I had to learn to shut up and hear what they were saying and realize, like, yo, is your communication even good enough? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes communicating is not talking. It's just hearing people, listening to people, seeking an understanding so that maybe later, even if they say, let's say they're wrong. If you store that, maybe you can pass that information off to somebody else. So you got to mm-hmm. know to store things and just shut up. Because you can't talk and listen at the same time. You can't. You just can't. And, and, and if, if a person comes to you, your main goal right in that moment is listening. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy. Like you said, it's easy to talk. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest thing to do. And not listening just to talk but, either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Just so, or, 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 or listening to respond. You yeah, want to listen. You know, you want to listen for understanding and, and, and digest what that person is giving you so that you all can grow your relationship all in all. That's something that can help us in life in general. Mm-hmm. And I've I've struggled with that throughout the years as well. I mean, uh, my brother happens to also be one of my best friends. Like, we are 17 months apart. We played together. We played sports together all the way growing up. We lived in the same room. We lived in the same apartment in college. Like, we legit are best friends, not just brothers, right? And uh, there's been a couple of times where he's checked me on something, stuff that I needed, right? Mm-hmm. And I've had to learn to be willing to accept that. The same way that I expect people to accept it whenever I'm, I'm giving it to them. And I usually always come back around and I'm able to say, you know what? They're right. They're absolutely right. It's a weird but feeling, be, though, right? It is. It is a weird <laughs> feeling. It's a weird feeling. <laughs> but I need to work on it. And this isn't even just with my brother. This is even, like, you know, in my relationships all the way around with even my wife, right? I need to work on trying to do, trying to make that process faster sometimes. Okay. Not mm-hmm. needing that step away moment to kind of like gather and think about it and then come back and say accepting immediate right. feedback exactly and mm-hmm. then in that immediate realization mm-hmm. so that's that's a good that's a good too, that's a good thing to say because i'm gonna get i'm a challenge i like that point so next i'm gonna go to you mm-hmm. gavin what is one thing that you can do better to be a better friend um so my goal for 2022 is to be nice <laughs> I told Corey that the whole ride up here. I was like, next year I'm going to be nice. Um, sometimes, um, so I'm a photographer, and part of being a photographer is being a mentor um, with my podcast and other steps, right? Um, so sometimes I'm in these photography groups, and I see somebody that might have just started off, and they're completely wrong. And sometimes when they say things, I have to learn how to process what they're saying, how to give them that feedback the correct way. Because I can say, hey, don't shoot 
indirect light, you're gonna overexpose somebody, right? And if I say it the wrong way, they're just gonna be like, yo, he don't he just rude. He just mm-hmm. mean. So one of the things I'm working on, um, is just my the way I communicate, Your delivery. being nicer and my delivery ultimately Your that delivery. way. So that's me. P. Uh reaching out more. Like I uh, yes. I need to take accountability of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know your role. I know I am quote unquote the strong friend, and I I drop the ball. Um, where you you know just checking on people more. I, I guess I've been all accustomed to people reaching out to me, you know, and then you give them that that mentorship or whatever. But it's like sometimes people can fall in the hole, and I'm victim of that. That's what happened with one of those situations where they're probably just people might think you're okay. You know, but mm-hmm. if you reach out and see how everybody is, I mean, I do it to you, you know, like, mm-hmm. but I need to do it to other people, people that aren't in my group chats, because I have family members who we don't see each other on holidays. And then I, I can tell, like, dang, they needed somebody. Mm-hmm. You know? And a lot of people need somebody. And it feels good. It's therapeutic to get that conversation off. And, and two, it's like, sometimes you just got to just, sometimes you just got to just call people just to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't even got no feedback. You're not calling for a specific reason. You know, like, like it's kind of like with your grandma. Like, when your grandma says, oh, baby, I'm just happy that you just called me. You, she, you ain't said two words. You say, hey, grandma, how you doing? And she talked for the next 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. But, she, but it's just a fact that to, that gesture is what they love, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that that is something that we can do all in all within our friend groups. Um, I think this was a very, very thorough conversation, you know, in such a short period of time. But being a better friend is a life journey, I believe. Um, it's a it's a it's a battle every day. Every day you have to wake up and ask yourself, how can I be a better friend? How can I hold my friends accountable? How can I seek the best things for my friends? And um, and then you do the same thing in return. And so all in all, man, how can men be and their, hold their friends accountable without ruining relationships? And I think we left with a lot of tangible feedback and, uh, and a lot of great things. So big ups to everybody on being better. Good one.